Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. And we're back with a bad batch of leadership behaviors. In case you're tuning in for the very first time on this episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to part one, two, and three, because we are just continuing to drain that urn of a bad batch of coffee filling it up with all the bad behaviors leaders do to just mess things up. Because sometimes you need a bad pot of coffee to remind you of how good a really good cup of coffee can be. All right, so let's take some more stale sips. If you're taking notes, we're on number 16. And remember, this growing list is in no particular order. So let's get sipping. 16. Leaders who want to be leaders so they can tell other people what to do. How many people have had this kind of a leader that just says, gosh, if I was in charge, the world would be a better place. If only I was in charge, I would do things all differently and everything would be better. Well, you're not completely in charge of the whole world. And frankly, I don't think I'd want somebody who talks like that because they sound more like a dictator than they do a leader to be in charge of everything. Instead, what we should do as leaders is lead from where we are, regardless of where we are. And leadership is all about influence. Nothing more and nothing less. Wrong reason to want to lead. All right, sip number 17. Leaders who want to be leaders so they can have the promotion or a title. Now, sadly, even some of the people I work with and people I've encountered throughout my 20 plus years at, um, at a company, there's way too many of these leaders because they are just focused on working their way up that vertical ladder moving up the rung, going up, going up, going up. And if you ask them, well, why do you want to be promoted or a title? They usually say more money or I want to, you know, lead. I want to, but they don't really, it's not for the right reasons. And a lot of times when people get in leadership, leadership positions for the wrong reasons, they realize, oh my gosh, leadership is really hard. Well, if they're doing it right, it is freaking hard. <laughs> and be careful what you wish for because, Helping others and focusing on others and being completely other-focused is what a leader should be doing is not easy. And frankly, people who are just wanting that promotion or title, well, there's a reason why. Maybe it's a higher level or maybe it's a title or maybe there's more money because the expanse and the, the scope is much more difficult. So that is definitely people who are the best leaders want to lead others not because they want to be in the spotlight or they want to call the shots it's because they want to help others get to where they want to go they want to help them fulfill their dreams they want to develop others that's the right reason and I guarantee more more often than not I would say most people I know who thought if I I was in charge again going kind of back to the last step too and I could call the shots so things would be so much better and they quickly realize that is so not the case that it is tough And so be careful what you do wish for. All right, next sip. Number 18, 
leaders who believe position is power. This, I, it kind of dumbfounds me that people still have this perspective, but I think it comes from a very old fashioned notion of conventional leadership where, you know, the top man in the company, you know, the CEO must have all the power and he's totally in charge. Everyone does what he says, et cetera, et cetera. But everyone always answers to somebody else. Even the CEO of a company answers to their shareholders, answers to a board, and frankly, answers to their own people. And when things aren't going wrong, frankly, you just have a smaller shield. The higher you go, your shield gets a lot smaller in terms of the people who are throwing daggers at you. Um, Also, I know a lot of people who are in senior executive positions who have no power whatsoever because they have no ability to influence. And someone who has the ability to influence can come from anywhere at any level of any organization if they're influential. I mean, just look at social media. Anybody from anywhere can be a YouTube star, can be an influencer, can have that opportunity. And some people go, oh, it's awful. I don't like that. I actually think it's pretty darn cool. Now, granted, some of the people who are, I may not agree with, and that's okay. But I love that it's not about their title, their position, their authority. It's truly about their voice, what they have to say, and what they have to offer the world. So position has nothing to do with power. Tip number 19, leaders who believe they can change people. Now, this is a very, very common misconception. So it's okay if people think that. They go, well, I have to change people because I have to make them do what we need to do. We have to make them do their job. Now, I know I've talked about this in other podcasts, but you cannot, I'm sorry to, to break this to you, you cannot make anyone do anything ever. People have a choice if they want to listen or not listen. They have a choice to do their job or not do their job. And yes, is that frustrating when you have people who don't do their job? 100%. But you cannot change other people. That is up to them. You can coach behavior. You can have conversations. You can try to influence. Absolutely. And you should do all those things as a leader, especially if somebody's struggling or flat out a performance issue. You absolutely need to get into the weeds with them and and figure out what's going on. But you do not have the power to change anyone, nor should you ever use your title or your perceived positional authority to try to make somebody do something. I kid you not, just a couple of weeks ago, I had somebody in my own job pull rank on me. Not my immediate leaders, because they're awesome, and I'm not just saying that, but it was a partner, And they proceeded to tell me that, oh, I just got promoted to, you know, director, which is an executive level. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Congratulations. Why is this person telling me this? Well, I need you to tell me about, um, you know, show me the deck or show me the things that you're going to, you know, show before going into group settings like this. And I'm like, okay, first of all, clearly he doesn't know me that I could care less what your title is truly. Um, And I said, well, actually, that doesn't make sense because our team was presenting something to your team. I would not have given that to you in advance. And he just kind of looked at me dumbfounded like, did you not hear what I said? I got I'm I'm like a level above you. And I'm sorry, did you not hear what I said? (laughs) Like, I don't care. That has nothing to do with anything. This doesn't make sense in this situation. So anyway, people, people, that's all I'm saying. Let's go on to the last slip before I get myself into trouble. All right, sip number 20. Leaders who believe they have all the answers. 
And this, this kind of goes back to our other sip a little bit too, right? There are just some people who think they know everything. And, and I think also to some unfortunate maybe thoughts or archaic beliefs or something about leadership is they think they should have all the answers because they are the leader. And frankly, some of the best leaders I've ever had are people who really don't know like everything that goes on in their organization, but they know how to lead. They know how to remove barriers. They know how to encourage people. They know how to motivate. They know how to inspire, but they may not know how to code or program or do a lot of the things their own team does. And I think that's okay. And you shouldn't have all the answers because, well, one, no individual human being has all the answers to everything. That's the beauty of having a diverse team of people. That's the beauty of having a team in general is asking. I always ask my team, hey, what do you guys think of this? What do you think of that? Let's bounce this off of each other. Whether it was assigned to me to do something, I am all about bringing in more brains because you're going to get the much better product at the end of the day if you have more people weighing in on something. And I think sometimes people just think, oh, this is only mine and I have to have the answers. Otherwise, they're going to think I'm no good. But honestly, if you were a leader reporting to me and you didn't talk to anybody else about something I assigned you, I would not give you brownie points for that. I would actually say, why don't you go ask that person who's an expert in that or go ask that person or bounce it off a few people and kind of get their thinking, you know, socialize it a bit. And that's going to be a better product. You're going to have a better outcome. So leaders, take the pressure off yourself. You don't have to have all the answers. I promise. All right, well, we are at 20 bad behaviors and counting. But if I'm missing one and there's one you really want to talk to me about, please drop me a note on leadership, social, any of my social pages, or on my website, website, carlinholbrick.com. I may just give you a shout out, or you can do it anonymously, um, or sip a shout out. Why not? But tune in for the next batch soon as we keep drinking those stale sips until we've drained the entire bad batch of bad behaviors. Thanks for tuning in. Keep on brewing.